Good morning. Now, welcome to this beautiful new day of Wednesday morning, August 26th of 2020. It's about 64 degrees here in Connecticut. How lovely it is. It's a really cool morning, which is nice. I have a light jacket on, leggings. It's crazy in August. But the days are warm. I don't mind that. Cool nights and hot days are perfect in in my world. <laughs> Thank you for joining me this morning for podcast number 46. The end of my first season ever. And I'm super excited about this podcast. Because growing up, we really didn't go to the doctor or the dentist. We were poverty. There wasn't things out there like there are today for help for families. My mom was a hard worker. But she just could never have a job that paid sufficiently to raise three children. So I personally didn't go to the dentist till I was older, gosh, 15, 16, maybe. I'm going to brush my teeth, and, but to see a dentist, and boy, when I went to the dentist, I had to get root canals, and oh gosh, it was dreadful. So I didn't really go to the dentist, to the doctor, and, you know, as a young person, I didn't think that eating the way I was eating would affect me long term. I was a teenager. I mean, in the summertime when I was like eight, nine, in our neighborhood, there was a truck that used to come over around the neighborhood called the Milkmobile. Interesting names, things that didn't sell milk. It sold <laughs> snacks and chips, you know, junk food. It should have been a junk food truck, Mr. Junkie. But it was a milkmobile, and every day I'd go out and get a snack bag of Doritos, which were really big back then, and a soda, an orange soda. And that was my daily snack, and I watched Prices Right. We're talking a long time ago. Now, what child ever thinks they're going to grow up with an eating problem, an eating disorder of any kind, emotional dependence on food? I mean, you don't think of these things when you're young. I certainly didn't, and my mom didn't have a weight problem. My mom was, well, she had an underweight problem, really. My sister didn't battle a weight problem, so it wasn't anything in my family. No reason for me to even say, wow, I should have recognized. No, there's nothing to recognize. I just wasn't taught correctly. I wasn't taught to eat well. I mean, eating well was, you know, pasta, homemade sauce, Italian bread, you know, just. So that's how we grew up. And then getting married at 17, I didn't know how to cook. <laughs> I did not know how to cook. I really didn't know how to clean. So I had to be taught that. Imagine that. I married someone who had to teach me how to clean. 
and that's pretty awful. I, my husband raised me. It's like my dad. It's kind of weird. He's not that much older than me, so you know. So I didn't learn how to eat well, take care of myself in that respect. I liked being active, riding my bike when I was younger. But being a young mother, I didn't, what could I do? Get home, learn how to cook, learn how to clean, learn how to be domesticated. And it was challenging because all my friends went to college. So there's nobody around. It's pretty lonely, let me tell you. So growing up, my habits were, you know, just eat what you feel like eating. I didn't start overindulging right away in my life. I ate, obviously I had a tendency to gain weight. So when I was pregnant at 17, I ate the mashed potatoes and gravy, my cravings, everything I craved I ate because that's what I was taught. That's what I learned that when you're pregnant, you can eat whatever you want. But you know what they didn't tell me? Eating whatever you want brings a consequence. Oh my goodness, my hormones were already out of whack. And at 17. And now I'm eating all that, whatever I wanted, because that's all I knew. And I put on 55 pounds on a 117 pound, 17 year old body. It was detrimental to my mentality, to me mentally, physically, every part of me was distraught. And it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not a good feeling. You know, young, young teenagers, I think both male and female already have these self-esteem issues most of the time. So add in putting on 55 pounds. There's no way I was going to school, which I didn't. I was blessed to get a home tutor that I used to duck out on a lot of times and then pass me with general honors. Go figure. And so growing up, I didn't go to the doctor. The only time I went to doctors was to have my babies and, you know, taking care of myself throughout that time. Now, eating-wise, not nutritionally, but I had to take the prenatal vitamins and go to the doctor every, I don't know, however often, and then go to the hospital and have the baby. But I always made sure my kids went to the doctor. But I did not teach my kids nutritional value because I didn't know it. It's really important that when we learn something, we need to teach. And I can only teach what I've known, which wasn't great. My kids, thank God, did not grow up with any type of eating disorder, weight issue, too much or too little. Either way, my children grew up healthy, my grandchildren healthy, and it's very awesome and beautiful, and I'm grateful for the grace of God. So why am I telling you all this? Why am I talking about this? Because in 2017... I went to see a doctor, and I did have white coat syndrome, which meant every time I went to the doctor, my blood pressure would go high. 
And on top of that, I was probably battling high blood pressure. But because I didn't go to the doctor regularly, I had no idea. To know. I just had no knowing, okay? So in 2017, I went for my knees. I just, it hurt so bad. Now mind you, I'm over 200 pounds, okay? I hurt so bad I couldn't bend over and I was in a lot of pain. And he gave me an x-ray and he thought he knew what it was, osteoarthritis in my knee. And I said, I don't receive that. So, well, he said, you know, your lifestyle and yada, yada, okay? So I went for the x-ray. He called me that afternoon. He said, I know you don't receive this, but you have arthritis. I said, you're right, I don't receive it. And I don't. I still don't. I won't. (laughs) I had fun with this doctor. He was a young man. And I used to give him a hard time because he was negative, (laughs) you know. And I asked him one day. I said, let me ask you a question. I said, when you go to school to be a doctor, do they teach you how to be negative? (laughs) He looked at me with this stunned look. I said, you're very negative. But, you know, they'll tell you they're realistic. And But listen, realistic doesn't make it true, okay? And I never received that diagnosis. I don't care what the x-ray says. I don't care what the doctor says. And I don't care what the knee says. I knew then, and I know now, that my God heals. By his stripes, I was healed. So it doesn't matter what it looks like or feels like. And that's where I stand today. So that was in 2017, three years ago. Uh, I think in that period of time, I went from EKG to check my heart. I mean, you know, they did some stuff, but nothing wrong with my heart. I was just really overweight and had a hurt knee. <laughs> so I didn't go for my very first annual physical, full physical, until last year, 2019. And the only reason I did is because... My coach, Joey Atlas, said, you need to start going because we need to start seeing the numbers. What's going on inside of you? So I did. I went in May, which is when I just started working with him. And it was bad, guys. It was a bad diagnosis. (laughs) And I was pre-diabetic, high glucose, good cholesterol was too high. I mean, my labs came back. Bad, but good, okay? And I'll tell you why in a minute. So I went through the whole thing. They did everything. And okay, I don't even know where I put my results. I was trying to find them. But I went yesterday for my next annual physical. Physical number two in my life as an adult. It's a new... APRN, I've had three now, a doctor and then two new APRNs. So it's like you never know who you're going to get when you're in a network. So I already had a defensive wall, which I didn't realize until I was sitting there. It started grilling me. I felt defensive. I mean, she, she was nice, but she was, you know, she's wearing a mask. She let me take mine off. I was so grateful. I thought I would die in that office. I couldn't breathe. So looking at her eyes over her mask, and, you know, she was, she was nice but stern. Her belief and opinion is strong. 
But you know, I don't believe everything she does and I don't agree with everything she says. It doesn't make me wrong, it doesn't make her wrong. It means that this is my body and my life. You know, she suggested a tetanus shot. She's highly suggested a flu shot this year. And listen, I said no. She didn't like that. I'm sorry. Listen. You might be the doctor or the nurse, whatever your title is. You might have went to school and been educated. And you might have seen the worst of the worst. However, I don't appreciate you putting your opinions on me so strong to make me feel guilty into doing something. And let me tell you, I could feel that coming on. But I will not cave or give in to somebody else's beliefs that go against my own. So she was going through my file and saying, okay, she's mentioning this, this, this. And these are things that happened a long time ago. And it's pretty interesting because on a yearly basis, every year, without fail, I got a really bad sinus infection. I mean, really bad. And so she touched on that. I'm like, wow, I haven't had one of those in, in years. Okay, she removed all the information surrounding it. Uh, I don't any longer take um, Singular or Monolucas, which is a prescription for allergies. So I have, I used to battle seasonal allergies pretty bad. And I would have this cough. And, I mean, it just it wasn't cool. But I haven't taken that in a long time. My prescription ran out. They wouldn't refill it, so I stopped taking it. Okay. Um, off my file. <laughs> I mean, not my permanent record, but just her, what she's looking at. Um, we talked about the knee. And I asked her, I said, please. I said, I'd like to get another x-ray to see the progress. And I really want to show my doctor at that time. Because I want him to see the healing power. And how much I've changed physically to help physically my body. She said, well, is it hurting? Are you in pain? I said, no. <laughs> she said, well, she said, I have no grounds to do it, you know, for insurance purposes. I said, okay, well, can we think of something? I mean, I'm telling you, I, and I, I don't lie, and I wouldn't go against anything. I just really want an x-ray to show my knee. Okay, I'm fine with that. The Lord knows. It'll, it'll come about at some point, somehow. And my blood pressure, and I said my blood pressure used to be high. Every time I would go to my GYN or go to this doctor, my blood pressure was always elevated, not real high. Apparently one time it was 150, and I'm thinking, okay, did I even know that? Maybe that's why I had to go for the EKG was because of that bout, but... I don't know. So it was always like 130, 135-ish. Yesterday it was 110 over 70. I said, what? I haven't had a blood pressure like that since I was probably 17 years old. Oh, my goodness. I, I was ecstatic. 110 over 70. Oh, man. <laughs> Even now it excites me. <laughs> so, of course, she took my blood pressure, and she's going through my history, and Ask me all these questions. She asked me, how do you feel? I said, I feel great. 
said, you know, she asked a lot of questions that really don't pertain to anything, but I think in their world, it does. They're trying to see if you're depressed or you're this or you're that. And I wouldn't have told her anyway, because it's none of her business. That's not why I'm there. I'm there for a physical. <laughs> and so I'm feeling great. And I mentioned, I said, you know, she said, wow, you're, you're just doing great. And she says, I said, yeah, well, you know, and we talked about my knee. I said, I used to be over 200 pounds. And she looks back at my record. She said, wow. She said, yeah, you were like 210 when you came in. And that was a couple years ago. I said, I know. And then she went for each visit, what my weight was. And she looked at me and she said, what did you do to lose weight? She said, are you doing low carbs, low calories? What, what, what are you doing? And I looked at her. I said, no, nope, I'm doing Joey Atlas. She said, I hired a trainer. I said, look him up. She said, I will. I said, he's amazing. He teaches lit training, low impact interval training, not hit training because hit training is bad for the body. She said, it is. She said, it's not good at all to do. It's bad for your body. It hurts your body. I said, that's right. That's what he teaches. I said, Joey Atlas, write it down. Look him up. I said, you need to look him up. And she kept telling me she would. And I'm grateful because, you know, we all need guidance in some form or another. And if she's saying she will look him up, that means something in her stirred enough, triggered enough to say, hey, if this woman who is over 200 pounds is down to the weight she's at today and she looks great and she feels great i gotta see what she's doing so i'm praying that she does google joey atlas and so after we had that little talk she looked at me she said wow she said you are healthy and i sat there and it still sinks in because i've never been told that in my entire life i'm healthy and i haven't even gotten my labs done yet but i'm healthy and that excited me because this woman at my highest weight was about 215 pounds. And I was heavy most of my entire life because I didn't know how to take care of myself. I didn't know how to eat right. I tried exercising, but everything was hard because I was so heavy. I had nobody to guide me, nobody to teach me the right way and to instruct me. And I'm so grateful I didn't hurt myself going to the gym because I loved the gym. It made me feel good. So today my weight is, I mean, I'm at least 40 pounds. But, you know, it's not about the number anymore because the muscle, I'm building muscle. Muscle is heavier, and it eats that fat, that ugly stuff that resided in my body for so long. And I am so excited that that I can say that I'm healthy. Now, I've known it. I've known I'm healthy because I feel it. I feel different. I think different. And being unhealthy, whether you're overweight and unhealthy or thin and unhealthy, Unhealthy affects our mind, and it affects how we think. It affects every part of our life. And I know this. Personally, I know this. But I don't feel that way anymore. 
I can't imagine not waking up in the morning and going for a walk. And this morning I have to be at the lab for 7 a.m. when they open because I don't want to sit out in the hallway and, be, you know, deal with all the people. And so I woke up a little late. I was tired. And I'm like, no, I'll go later. But as I lied there, the Lord showed me, you can go. You don't have to shower and be all ready. He said, just go and then just go to the lab. I said, okay, I'm going to do that. And I got up because I can't imagine not walking in the morning. I can't imagine not taking care of myself. And that visit yesterday validated everything I have been doing for my health and my wellness for a year. It validated and it justified me. And I want to encourage you that if you're not doing something to help yourself to be the best version of you, please start doing it. You've got to take hold of your health. You cannot replace it. You cannot get a newer model. You cannot trade it in. You cannot. Please, I beseech you. At the sound of my voice, I beseech you. Do something today that will better your health. That will better your your mind. That will better your body. Listen, you won't regret it. And it won't be easy. Nothing worth doing is easy. If it were easy, everybody would do it. And we won't have the obesity epidemic and pandemic in this world that we have, especially in the United States. And this past Saturday, I'm just going to tell you that I had an opportunity to spend the day at a beach here, and I people watched. And I was really amazed at how many people are overweight and unhealthy. And all that, you can smell fried food and people drink it. And okay, I don't have a problem if that's what you choose to do. But you don't realize what you're doing to yourself. You know, I just thought of a saying I used to hear. A moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. That ain't no lie. My lifetime. And yeah, I'm, I'm overwhelmed thinking about the culmination of my life until this point and talking about it and hearing it when I talk about it is very amazing to me and I'm so grateful because I was on such a downward spiral for my health and I was very depressed and I do not know where I would be today if I never reached out to Joey Atlas the end of April of 2019 and made a decision that enough was enough and I was not going to die and I was not going to be sick, but that I was going to live and be healthy. And I just want to say that it was a, a godsend in my life. It was divine intervention. And it was my will as well because I knew that I knew something had to change. So if there's somewhere inside you that you know in your knower, in your spirit, that 
Something needs to change in your life. Whatever area that is that you're faltering or struggling, there's help. You just need to ask for help. And I did. And I, I just, I'm alive today because I asked for help. And I'm alive today because I listened to the, the counsel and the guidance and direction of my amazing coach and trainer who has been amazing, who has training. He's got an MS in physiology and, and he has a lifetime of experience with HIIT training and eating badly. And he knows he could relate to everything that I would tell him I was going through. And if that is not the very best kind of guidance that somebody can get, it's from someone who's been there, who's been through it, who can tell you what they did and how to overcome. I pray that you've gotten something out of this today. I have. I really have. And I see that when we make the decision... And we're consistent and persistent in that decision. We may mess up, make mistakes, but it won't define us and it won't ruin all the work that we've done. You get to a place where you don't feel guilty, you just go on. I used to feel so guilty if I messed up and I ate a bowl of Fruit Loops and I would cry and feel guilty and feel like I betrayed my coach. And that he was wasting his time with me and all these thoughts would come in and I would beat myself up. And it is a major breakthrough and major progress to know I didn't let anybody down. I didn't even let myself down. I am a work in progress. It's not over till the end. I have learned how to get up and just keep going forward. Nobody's perfect. Not a one of us. So be encouraged today that you can change your life. You can if you want it bad enough. And you ask for help. You can achieve what you believe. And I am living proof of the Atlas way. I am living proof that it can be done. I'm proof. And that's why I do this podcast, to encourage you, to show you that you can change your life. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. You can email me, if you'd like, at email, Cindy B, E-M-A-I-L-C-I-N-D-I, letter B, at gmail.com. And if you can think of anybody even one person who would benefit from this message, please share it with them. Please share it with them. And once I get my lab results back, maybe in my next podcast, which should be the last one of the season, I can share my results because they come back in a few days. So when I get them and I can compare them with my last year's, 
good, bad, or indifferent, but I know it's all going to be awesome because there's no way they can't be. I'll share them. And I encourage you to check out my coach, Joey Atlas. Go to his website, joeyatlas.live. Sign up for email newsletter. Great information. I really encourage you to do that. See what he's all about if you haven't already. And if you can, let him know that Cindy B sent you so he knows how you found him. And you can come join our Facebook group. It's the official Sculpt the Fit Club worldwide community on Facebook. You can search for it by Joey Atlas. Come and join and see what others are saying, their progress, the changes, things they never expected for such a program. And I'm really grateful that you walked with me today. And if you didn't walk with me, maybe you're driving on your way to work or not able to walk. I get it. But if you are able to walk, that gives you an opportunity to get your body moving. We have to start somewhere. So I encourage you to get up and move and walk. Be alive today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. And as always, in health, wellness, and longevity, and living strength. Yeah, I took that from Joey. As always, and until next time, this is Cindy B.